What do you say, guys? Welcome to Elephant in the Room. We're going to talk Alabama and Auburn Iron Bowl week. And uh, we're on Disrupt the Media, part of Roll Tide Pods. And we appreciate all you guys. The comments have been fantastic. And we wish that you guys could be in the same room with us, uh, having a beer and talking Bama, because I've seen a lot of comments that you'd like to be there, fly on the wall or whatever. So we, we, we can't thank you enough for hanging out with us. If you're new to the show, make sure that you like and subscribe. And, uh, you know, we'll talk Alabama football this week. Um, also, guys, don't forget that uh, our show is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now, 50% price match up to $1,000 with the discount code next round. And so we talk about uh, our picks each week. And, um, you know, and that's your opportunity to go on there and make your picks count. So uh, check out MyBookie.ag. He's Jake Coker. I'm Mick Gillespie. Jake, um, you're obviously not in the the room today <laughs> i wasn't last week and then this week you you're out in the woods somewhere where are you at and what you up to man i'm up at the camp just uh trying to wear the deer out got a got a big one i'm i'm trying to get at some point this week but need the weather to cooperate a little bit a little too hot a little too cloudy a little too rainy it was surprisingly but, hot today i, I was yeah. shocked by it Oh yeah, yeah. I've been with this heat and this weather. I've been on the the dough management program, and uh, <laughs> I've uh, exhausted the capacity of the legal limits for the last few days. <laughs> That's for <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it? Still two a day, two doughs a day. Is that what it is? Uh, you know, they don't I, do dough tags anymore, though, right? It, it's not. I mean, the the rules change so much. I, I used to hunt every – I told you this. I used to hunt three times a week when I was at Alabama. I had a place down in Foster's I would go to and uh, and hunt. And the, only, the only thing that the owner of the property told me was just to split the deer meat with them. So I thought that was a fair trade. Yeah, that's a heck of a trade. I, I mean, I don't know if it's still – two a day or not but um if it has changed i'm just gonna say i'm i'm keeping it with whatever the legal requirements are <laughs> <laughs> you're on the honor system you're on the honor system <laughs> here right. <laughs> like right. your taxes oh man well look let's let let's let's talk some football i'm just glad you got service to be honest with you we we the the pre-show was was pretty was pretty choppy but but you have you've settled in and so um, that's good news for us because now we get to talk about the Iron Bowl. Uh, not much to say about the UTC game. Uh, I thought the score would be 70 to nothing, and it was 60, 66 to 10. So, you know, I was off a little bit, but not much. Um, oh, yeah. I thought – I love the fact, though, that Alabama came in there and didn't take – didn't take it lightly. I mean, this team, man, I, I just feel like these guys are locked in, man. Like, we're going to come in and beat your ass, so you better be ready to play your best game. A sign of maturity and a sign that these guys, I think, really, really enjoy playing for this team this year. Uh, I mean, you know, it's – I think when teams don't don't really gel well or really enjoy uh, showing up to work every day, it, it – kind of causes a lack of focus in the building and on the field during practice. Uh, I think when you come to work, you know, enjoying every day, enjoying the people you're with, uh, it's easier to be, to lock in and, and uh, be all about Coach Saban's process. And uh, this, same, this team just, uh, like you said, they've just hit another level. It's a different team. And, uh, I mean, they look like they've been playing together for years and they, they just love playing. I think the only – I guess what we we lose Chris Braswell for the first half of the Auburn game is that right? No, 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 no. Because he got suspend kicked out of the first half, he's he's good. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember if it was second half or not. Uh, well, no, that's what great. a weird rule, though. You know what I thought, Jake? I, I looked at that and I'm like, this is the difficulty of playing these games. You were talking about guys not being in the right spot. And that, and, and I talked about that all week on, you know, the different shows that I did because you made a great point, but we never thought about the fact that they're so slow that the speed of the game affects those things. I felt like Braswell was just basically used to playing against Heisman trophy contending quarterbacks, the Jackson darts 
and the uh, yeah. Jaden Daniels, and you got to act quick, you know. And then all of a sudden, these guys, especially early, looked like they were just running in quicksand. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, if there was ever a game you've watched where there was a clear, clear and present just, uh, just total difference in talent, speed, athleticism. Uh, I mean, that was on display Saturday, you know, and, and, uh, I mean, again, I, those, those guys from, from Chattanooga, I respect the hell out of, out of anybody who straps it up and, uh, plays D one football. I know it, it took a lot of effort to get there. Uh, but you know, it's obviously it's a different league. Um, and I'm glad, glad we came out and dominated, but again, I'm, I'm glad we got out of there and we're, we're healthy and, and we look like we're primed and ready to go for Auburn. Another 10 win season. Uh, before Nick Saban got to Alabama, uh, crazy enough, every coach got a 10 win season, you know, like Alabama's known for having 10 win seasons, but not like this. I mean, every year for Nick Saban's a 10 win season at the beginning of the season, uh, this campaign, I wasn't sure that this was going to be another 10 win year, but it has been, and it's been one of the most, it's been one of the best seasons I can remember, man. I, I, I love this team. It's been one of the most fun football seasons I've ever watched uh, as an Alabama fan, just because, you know, we've got the poten- more than enough potential and talent to win the whole the national championship. But uh, I don't know. It, you know, when you watch a team and you feel like you've grown with them and seen them yeah. grow up throughout the year, just evolve. I mean, that's what that's what we've witnessed right here. It's it's seen a quarterback, uh, you know, overcome adversity getting just destroyed by the media and uh and then come out and now he's got you know almost heisman like numbers uh and he is is i've seen joel say it on the with the uh next round guys uh i mean alabama wins because of him a lot of times the plays he makes i mean it he makes it impossible to cover and possible to guard and uh it's again. It's this may be the most fun I've had watching Alabama football season since I've been an Alabama fan. Mm-hmm. You had a sheepish grin early when you said that. <laughs> you you did. <laughs> you were like, I I think he's gonna be all right. At the time, I'm like, what the f- is this guy talking about? Is this quarterback? Is this like some kind of quarterback BS? You nailed it, man. I'm totally wrong. I think I'm not afraid to say that. I didn't know. Now, I wasn't cheering against him. I didn't know. I just, you're the only person on any of the shows I was on that said, like, this guy is pretty good. I'm watching the, the, he doesn't know where to throw the ball. I said he looked dazed and confused in the Texas game, partly because McConaughey was on the sideline. Um, you know, and I, like it just—it was just so confusing for him. And then all, you know, he gets benched. He comes back, and and, I, and, and honestly, man, like uh, he is such a great guy to represent your program. I mean, I'm so proud of what the guys accomplished. But you, you, you jumped on the uh, bandwagon when it was a pretty lonely place. Uh, let me tell you, when I uh, when I was watching that Texas game, I was watching it, and I we discussed. I, you know, I was on a dove hunt. Uh, out out in West Texas, and I was out there with a bunch of really diehard Alabama fans. I mean, stuff was getting thrown across the room, you know, I mean, just cussing him out. <coughs> and I was like, <coughs> yeah, that wasn't a good play, but I, I didn't want to tell him, you know, I, I still see some good things, you know. <laughs> I, didn't right. wanna, I didn't want beer cans thrown my way, but – uh you know, I, I still I always feel like those those first year quarterbacks, man, you can't take much from the first six games of the year. I always feel that way. Look at their skill set. Look how comfortable they are back there. They get the ball out. And as long as they're doing those things and they've got potential. Now, after a year, you know, last nine, ten games, once you get to that stretch, you know, you're, you're pretty much a veteran at that point. So, uh you know, that's when you really need to see the gains made. And that's, he's done it before then. Yeah. And I learned a lesson when I worked with Mike Johnson. I know I talk about Mike all the time, but I have so much respect for him. I mean, not that he's a two time All American, but just as his broadcast partner on a bunch of shows, like you 
figure out real fast that what you see isn't what you guys see, you know? And, and, and that's not saying I don't know football. I mean, I know it, but I don't know it like you guys know it, you know? And there's, there's a, just a different – you guys have been there. You've done it. You've been through the process, you know, and, and it's like the, the, the things that we see sometimes as as fans or, you know, as people like as commentators, uh, reporters, it's like we get it. But at the same time, like the stuff that you guys see is being in the huddle and being in the locker room and being there when you were in that exact spot at Florida State. And you're, well, that, you know, and, and and going through that experience. And that's, man, that's that's why I never said anything bad about him. Because you said that. I was like, well, I mean, I wondered. <laughs> I figured well, I'd just the, ride your coattails. Pay it off for both of us. <laughs> well, that's the, you know, it's, it's so funny. I mean, like if I watch a an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, uh, you know, and he looks bad in the first first couple games i mean i might say well man that guy that guy sucks he needs to get out of there you know i mean i just don't i haven't had that that experience to have that perspective to understand you know what he's learning what he needs to do to get better um to a certain point and uh but as a quarterback and and going through pretty much the exact same situation that he's gone through uh i mean you kind of understand you know where the room is for growth what kind of mistakes uh, you know, makes sense. Now there are some that that you know you just can't get away with. You can't make. Uh, <coughs> but the mistakes he was making in the beginning of the year were were mistakes that I think a lot of guys make. It's just uh, a, an experience issue more than a talent uh, or or mental issue. Alabama heads down to Auburn. Um, in this game that we call the Iron Bowl in this state. And, uh, I, I actually, right before the Ole Miss game, I, and I didn't tell you this, I don't think, but I was I was walking in with Christian Miller, you know, the sideline reporter. Yeah, uh, yeah. For Alabama. No, Christian's played, dad. Yeah. Yeah, we played at the same time, and uh, <clears throat> I was having the same conversation with him. I was like, you know, I don't think Jalen is – I don't think he's anywhere near is is – bad is what people are saying i was like i i mean he made some good throws and and you know this and that the mistakes we've already been over that uh but he was like and i was like he just hadn't had time and he goes Man, that's what i've been saying he's like god I, I i go back and think about you know i wanted to play as a freshman and then i i sit back and think about you know my my reps my first year and i was like god dang man i sucked i freaking <laughs> sucked yeah, and I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, we're all kind of in the same boat here. Uh, I mean, he's got his same perspective on the D line that I kind of have on my offensive. I mean, on my quarterbacks, but uh, you know, it just takes time. Yeah, <laughs> you need a cold beer. <laughs> I do need a cold beer. That's a that's a that's <laughs> all that pollen out in the woods that uh, got so. you choked up. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I'll tell you what, man, this the guy I heard from one of my sources that, that he works his ass off and that he's been working his ass off for a long time. So, I, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I, I knew that before the season even started, that that Milrow was the guy who during the summer spent a lot of time studying, spent a lot of time working uh, that kind of took the burden of being the heir apparent to the best quarterback that Alabama's ever had, the best player Alabama's ever had, Bryce Young. I think he's the best, right? If he's not, he's, <laughs> he's on the Mount Rushmore. It's a pretty hard – that's a pretty big group at, at a, one of these schools that has a lot of great players, including you. You know, the guys that have had phenomenal careers. And he kind of took that like, hey, I'm going to have to work hard because I'm that guy. That's coming in. And and to me, that's where it starts. It starts with the work. You know, yep. th- there's guys on the team that are going to go to the NFL next year that I heard they don't work hard, you know, and that's going to come back to get them too. You know, because some guys are so talented that that they can get away with it with you know not putting in the effort that it takes. He's not one of those guys. And so the foundation to success 
is the stuff that it takes when you're not playing, you know, and you know, this watching film and uh, you know, and going out and practicing and putting the time in and, and not, not hanging out with us guys out of the business uh, of playing football every day at Innisfree, you know, maybe going to stick at home for right now, you know, really focused <laughs> on the things that, you know, you got plenty of time. We're, we're going to hook you up when the time comes with all the yinglings and screwball peanut butter whiskey and, you know, whatever else you want, <laughs> right? Redmont vodka. We're going to get you set uh, after you you play. But it's like, man, being focused like that, like this guy's been, you know, I, I, I don't want – this isn't the broadcaster's jinx for Milrow. He, it's just not. It's just like respect for the way that the guy's gone about it. But with that said, and then I'm going to transition into this game against Auburn, he's got to play Auburn on Saturday. We're going to talk about that here in a second. But first, I want to remind you guys right now that as you make your picks, if you need a little help doing it, Lance is locked. Lance is locked.com. Lance covers it all. You got the NBA cranked up right now. You know, Jake likes the NBA. Uh, all the dunks <laughs> and three pointers. Lance has got you covered on those teams. You got college basketball. Look, I'm a big college basketball fan. I love what Alabama's doing. They got this coach named Nate Oates. The guys, I think the guy's pretty good. Like an, <laughs> another team. It's like a, every year is a different team. And, and when I say different, it's like you got to learn this whole team, maybe like a couple of guys. <laughs> I like this team, but I love Nate Oates. Whatever it is, college football, the NFL, this is a great time of year to uh, to to go to a place like mybookie.ag and make your picks. Uh, but Lance's Lock, check him out, lanceslock.com. They've got great specials, and uh, he's one of the great handicappers as well. So our show is brought to you by Lance's Lock. Um, Auburn played New Mexico State on Saturday, Jake. <laughs> and... New Mexico State in their entire school history, uh, going back to, you know, leather helmets, had never beaten an SEC team. I don't know if it goes back that far. Who knows? But what I do know is that New Mexico State whooped the shit out of Auburn on Saturday. 31 to 10, ran all over them. They hadn't won uh, an SEC game, but. Have they ever played Auburn before? <laughs> right, right. They could have gotten well, one a while they back. <laughs> they should have scheduled these guys in the past. Uh, I'll tell you what it looked like to me. It looked like to me, and you and I have talked about this before, that Alabama game comes, <clears throat> or that Auburn game comes, your coaches aren't going, hey, we're planning for Auburn. But you know what? We're planning for Auburn. It looked a lot yeah. like they were planning for Alabama and they got New Mexico State and they got their asses whooped. I don't think that this team's going to look anything like they did on Saturday against Alabama. I'm not saying that's going to change the outcome, but I'm just saying that Hugh Freeze made a big mistake not having that team mentally and physically prepared for the game that they had. And it could be a dangerous spot for Alabama because of that. Well, if if this wasn't, uh, you know, their entire season packed into one weekend prior to last weekend, this is, I mean, this is their absolute Super Bowl, the last and only thing they're playing for this year. I mean, <clears throat> we make the joke. I mean, they probably will be in Birmingham this year, uh, you know, in a game that none of those guys are really going to care about. And so they've got one opportunity to ruin Alabama's season and kind of send the seniors out on the right note. <clears throat> um, I mean, I think you're dead on. I, I don't see Auburn uh, showing up and laying an egg like they did last weekend. They're just – they still do have some talent. I mean, <clears throat> uh, you know, they're an SEC program. They're, Harson kind of gutted them, uh, you know, with his recruiting tactics. But uh, – I mean, this weekend they're going to show up, and they're, all their three stars are going to play like five stars, and and everybody else will be focused. Uh, hell, they've had two weeks to prepare for them. <laughs> <laughs> and the next round, that I love the fact that the next round has Tyler Booker on from the offensive line, and now they have Jalen Milrow on. Right? Yeah. It's it, it's it's not a bad umbrella to be under for us, you know, because we can talk about it. 
And uh, I'm sure most of the people hanging out right now get it. But um, Booker said that it's like those guys, <laughs> what did he say? It's it's like they have superpowers when they play against <laughs> Alabama there. The, I, I, Malachi Moore said they were already, he was already looking at film uh, after the game and that didn't need 24 hours. I, I just, man, I may be totally wrong, but I don't think I am. This team's not going to lose because they're not focused. You you might beat this yeah. team, but you're going to have to play a hell of a game to do it. It's not going to be because they're not ready. This isn't a team that's going to go in the Neyland Stadium like last year's team and say they were scared or nervous or we didn't want to. Oh, yeah. You know, that's just isn't this team. This team, I mean, maybe I'm a hundred percent bought in because I am. I just think that these guys are are dangerous because of the fact that they know where they started and they know where they are right now, and they don't have these superstar guys leading them. It's a it's a team effort, and it is a consistent team uh, through and through, and I love that about Alabama. Yeah, I think when you have that kind of team unity, it's almost like a bulletproof feeling walking into any stadium. Um, I, I remember those comments that were made after that Tennessee game last year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, that kind of – those kind of comments kind of make you a little nervous about, uh, you know, the the leadership within the locker room. And so, uh, I mean, this year, again, and like I said, I mean, they just seem to love showing up and working together every day. And I think they have that confidence, uh, you know, that nobody can beat them. And, uh, I mean, when I say I think Auburn shows up, I still think they show up and score about 10 points and we score about 38, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean you know, it's just, it's gotten to a point where, and, and look, I, you know, Auburn is, <clears throat> we make jokes. I really hate to see them lose to New Mexico state. I mean, it's, they are kind of like that little brother. I mean, I don't want them to ever beat us in a pickup game, you know, uh, but I kind of like to see them play well so that we can, you know, have a meaningful game at the end of the year. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and, and you kind of, I draw parallels and maybe, maybe this will be similar. I mean, you know, coach Saban's first year lost to ULM uh, and freeze. Obviously he's having a rough first year as well. looks like they're going to, you know, finish up at six and six, but uh, so who knows what happens here in the future, but man, this has been a sad year for Auburn. Yeah, I was thinking about this today. Um, I was trying to think of, like, when my hatred for Auburn started. And, um, I mean, look, I, I, I didn't grow up in the state of Alabama. Now, I went to Alabama, and I've been here the majority of my life. But I didn't grow up here. And I came to school to Alabama, and I played on the lacrosse team. Club lacrosse. Jake, not the not not yeah. scholarship, just a bunch of guys that like to play lacrosse. <laughs> that and intramural flag, intramural it, football too, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was in a different way. The the intramural flag football for the K House was uh, the brass bragging rights, right there, man. You got to see those people at the Let's every day, you know, every night. Like, but this was different. Like, you know, just like I wanted to do something. I go out, I play. We play, go down to Auburn and we get our asses handed to us. It's terrible. It's like eighteen to two or three or something in lacrosse. And if and, and lacrosse, that kind of score is awful. I mean, that is like terrible. That's a beat down. Oh, I mean, like three beat downs. Okay. <laughs> so, so I and they were throwing like they were screaming shit at us and they were throwing bottle caps at us you know like it was like a bunch of like dudes and pickup trucks like surrounding the field and <laughs> getting heckled and you know like it like guy i used to remember like just feeling like leaving there like feeling like shamed like i'm i didn't know about this but now i know and then the next year i took over and we beat them, and it was one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. And we weren't as good as them skilled-wise, but what I did was I went around the campus, and I got the baddest dudes I could get that knew how to play lacrosse. Because in lacrosse, there's a, 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 a if the ball's on the ground, there's an imaginary circle. And if you're in that circle, you can get hit. 
and we laid hats on them. They didn't want to pick up the they didn't want to pick up the ball at the end of the game. It's honestly it's still one of the great moments I think of my life being part of that. Just you know, out there, out in front of the you know, in the rec fields where we used to play our games, and but I, but that's where it started for me, man. Like Auburn playing against Auburn, it, it, like that's what a rivalry is all about. You know, and I'll never forget them for that. And uh, <laughs> and I was thinking about it today. So, what you tell me your Auburn memory? I'm sure you yeah. probably kid at school. Yeah, or something. yeah. You know, I, I never really liked Auburn. My my dad had me indoctrinated pretty quickly into the Alabama fandom. <clears throat> but let me say this: I love your dad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, he's, <laughs> he's... <laughs> Mr. Coker. <laughs> Tip of the cap to you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But I guess when my my dislike for Auburn turned into hatred was when uh, that that game where we we came in as underdogs and ended up beating them thirty one to seven. Oh and, yeah. Uh, Cadillac I mean, got hurt. Yeah, and my dad was again. He was the uh, he's the one who got me to to be an Alabama fan, but. All my cousins, my older brother, everybody else is Auburn fans. And so, uh, you know, when I celebrated that victory, I got the shit kicked out of me. And that's when I. (laughs) 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 I'm the youngest, I'm the youngest cousin, the youngest, you know, I I was, I got uh, a younger brother and younger sister, but, uh, you know, all my cousins are older than me. I got my older brother. And uh, I think I was like seven or eight at the time. And man, I just got heartbreaking. <laughs> I mean, it was a great. Oh, yeah. They, they... <laughs> it was a time, it was an era in which Alabama didn't win a whole lot against Alabama. Nah, we so, sucked. Oh, yeah. And so when I finally got to celebrate, man, I, the celebration was short lived. Yeah. <laughs> Shamefully, as, as shameful as it is, I was in school back then. <laughs> yeah. really, you know, that Alabama. That's what makes that's what that, no you guys watching, you don't think that because you look at me and you're like, oh no way, no way. And you're right. <laughs> and you're right. <laughs> uh, you know, I was I was uh talking to my little brother in law the other day and I we were, that came up and he was a freshman when I was a senior at Alabama. So his freshman year he Alabama went to a national championship every year that he was in school. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the, great. Opposite, <laughs> the os- opposite of the Gillespie career. <laughs> the, we, we got the Shreveport three times. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, the funny thing is like when I run into people that I was in school with and it's like, Hey, do you remember that time we were in Shreveport? And I'm like, no, I remember all three times we were in Shreveport. <laughs> what a yeah. shitty time to be at Alabama too. For, yeah. for football. Except 99, except 99. We, we struck gold <laughs> in 99, uh, which was great. Oh, oh man. Well now, now, I mean, look, what Saban's done is really just phenomenal. I mean, and every time you turn around, it's like the guy's done something else where you're like, geez, man. And you can tell that he's enjoying this team so much. Like he he's to that point in his oh, yeah. life where because of the expectations and I'm sure that weighs on you, you know, um, the, the, the expectations were so low and the, the way that the season started and he kept saying, Hey, I believe in this team and, and, and look at where they are now. Now this is with that said, th- these are, these are really tough games. I mean, going down to Auburn and playing is tough. You know, the fact that Auburn was so embarrassed on Saturday, if Alabama goes in and doesn't score and kicks field goals and makes mistakes, you know, this Saturday could get really loud and be a dangerous game. Uh, you know, and the next week you play a team that hasn't lost in, uh, you know, in two years. So it, it's, these are really tough games, but um, there, I just feel like this team, if they just do the things that they have, that they can, that they've been doing, just continue to do the things that they've been doing. I think they're going to be all right, man. I, I really do. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think Auburn shows up. It's going to be loud, but uh, 
this Alabama team is just different, and this Auburn team is different in a bad way. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, I don't. It's somewhat of a similar situation as as when we played them our my senior year. Uh, we played pretty badly. We were in the red zone a bunch, a lot of field goals. Uh, we still ended up beating them by, I think, about fifteen, somewhere around. I think it's fifteen points. Should have beat them worse, but. Uh, you know, that's the, the problem going in that stadium. But, uh, again, this, the, just the difference in talent on these two teams is so much. I mean, Auburn had a, had a pretty good defense my senior year, uh, but they, they couldn't score. And, and, uh, man, this year they just don't have enough depth and we, we're just <laughs> on offense. We're just uh, with Jalen. We're just unbelievable, uh, you know, at this point in the year in our defense, as we've seen throughout the years has gotten so good and really been a, our anchor. So yep, yep. I, I'm, well, we'll, I'm guessing 38 to 10, something like that. Yeah, me I too. I, I think hope. they're, I think they're going to go in there and it's going to look a lot like Tennessee and Georgia. I just think Alabama is going to wear them out. And, um, and over the, I think Auburn will play a good half and maybe a half yep. and a little bit, but I just, this team, this team's just got too many weapons. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think it was thirty-eight to ten. If we played pretty good, I mean, if we play absolutely terrible, I think we still win by ten points. But uh, you know, shit, we'll just we'll have to see. But and as long as Auburn Jesus doesn't show up, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's not talk about him right now, okay? Let's just forget about him. All right, well, look, we, this is the part of the show where we switch gears, and, you know, we got to get back together and really break down this matchup later on in the week. So we don't want to give too much away right now. Let's talk about what's going on, and that is that Alabama keeps winning each week, and they don't move up in the polls. They're still number eight, right? But when you start to subtract the teams that are going to play, I'd say Alabama's really number five. Um, yeah. You know, because Ohio State, Michigan, somebody's going to lose that one, right? Uh, Washington and Oregon, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. I think for Alabama, they need to uh, either have Florida State lose or Washington lose. And I think that opens the door for them to, to basically, if they went out, to slide into a spot. Uh, with that said, you played Washington, at Flo- – what's that? Washington, Washington's got to lose, but – with that Florida State quarterback being out, that's what I was going to uh, ask you. What'd you think? Man, uh, I mean, awful injury, obviously, but I don't know how you keep them in the top four without, you know, the best, probably, arguably the best player on the field. Uh, <clears throat> I know that's tough, even if they went out, but. Uh, I mean, that is not the same team without Jordan Travis out there. So as long as it's a judgment call, uh, and they were hinting at that on Saturday during game day, that mm-hmm. if Alabama wins out, even if Florida State's undefeated, then Alabama's got a good chance of jumping them anyway. Do you think is, that could happen, though? See, I, don't, I don't think that could happen. <clears throat> I mean, I think Herb Street's on the, on the committee, and he was the one pushing that idea. I think he was that was him kind of prepping everybody for it. Really? I mean, again, you look, did you did you see him talking about it Saturday? I did, and I mean, I, I've 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 heard other people talking about it, but <coughs> here's here's my thought process. You got if they beat Florida, and they beat Louisville, although people don't seem to to have a lot of respect for Louisville. Louisville's only lost one game. They killed Notre Dame. They just they, they they overlooked Pittsburgh, but they're a good team. You know, I mean, they're right behind Alabama in the rankings. Um, it would be hard to the committee has shown us over the years. I mean, think about last year. Alabama was definitely one of the four best teams, but they didn't get in because of the two losses. They put those other teams in, and we didn't get to see the Alabama Georgia game that would have put the two best teams together because Alabama was number five, even though. They weren't really number five. It just that they they valued the loss to be pretty high. You know what I'm saying by that? Like they had that loss as a uh, as a killer. So I I don't know. I mean I I just think it would be unprecedented. They could do it, but I I just I just can't see it happening. I mean I agree with you, and I I have said that 
I mean, I, I thought that all along, but when Herb Street, who is on the committee, started pushing that idea, it made me think that that might be the direction that they really go. I mean, again, I mean, George is out, you know, if you beat them and, and, uh, I mean, to keep the SEC champion out of the college football playoff, uh, sounds impossible to me. I just don't know how you do it. Having a little keg issue here. I'm pulling the <laughs> handle, but I'm not getting any beer. So I had to, uh, revert to uh, canned beer. Uh, but Alabama wins out, wins the SEC championship. You, to me, you you got to take somebody out there, out of there. Florida State with an injured quarterback, not really. And look, they still got to beat Florida and Louisville. Those aren't. Uh, Florida may be one of the worst teams in the SEC, but they still got talent to beat Florida State. I mean, North Alabama was was hanging in there with Florida State. You know, how funny was that? Game. It was like thirteen nothing, and I, and honestly, I hate it for Jordan Travis, man. That that those are those are your worst nightmares as an athlete, yep. you know. Like, oh yeah, that sucks. I tell you, yeah. Once you have a surgery, especially as as a player, you you don't wish that upon anybody. It just hopefully hopefully he has this surgery and he's back to normal, feeling the way he did originally. But you know, there's so many guys that have one injury, and that just carousels you into more and more injury and you never feel right afterwards but was he an uh, nfl guide i mean did you have him as an nfl guy uh for sure really for sure to me yeah uh, i mean he anticipates well he's got a lot of touch very accurate uh and to me those are the those are the main characteristics of each nfl guy i mean you know you got your your physical specimens but those guys you know, doesn't really matter if you have all that unless you have what Jordan Travis has, uh, talent wise. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think he's he's the kind of guy that I mean I don't know I, he may not be a I, I haven't seen the draft boards I don't know if he's a first round guy but I, he's definitely an NFL guy to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, they they've got Florida this week. The spread has has started to creep down now that they don't have Jordan Travis. Um, Florida has not been that good, but. They could jump up and surprise you. They did beat Tennessee earlier this year. Tennessee, uh, oh my, don't get me started. Uh, you know, it just, that freaking line, somebody, whoever created that line in Vegas, that guy needs to disappear. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> End I mean, up in Lake Mead in a barrel. Yeah, the public was all over Tennessee. You know, the line made, I mean, they were not over Tennessee. The line was all over, uh, Georgia, you know, I mean, the public was all over Georgia. That line made no sense. Hell, the, <laughs> you know, the, the, all the lines for the, for every Georgia game has been 14 over the last few weeks. They've covered them all. And you've got Tennessee at 10 and they just get absolutely humiliated. Uh, I took Tennessee and it was very upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you and me uh, both. You and me both. I, after my five and a week, I went one and three, and that was one of the games. And I even said it like when I was picking. I said, I, "I'm doing this. It's stupid, but it's just kind of like I take a home dog." And then when I saw Tennessee trying to move the football, I'm like, "Man, these guys suck. They are not. Yep. They can't move the ball." Come back and join me at the kids' table. Yeah, I'm back here. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's get into these games then. Let's just get into these games right now. Um, you got Oregon and Oregon State. Um, big line there. Big line there. Uh, I think you got to tell I mean, again. What is the line? My, my formula's crashed over the last few weeks uh, as soon as I started bragging about my record. Um, <laughs> you, warned, so, you warned us of that when you came on. You said that there was a chance that you may – that this may be the – the end of your run because you well, were bragging a little bit, but I, I thought <clears throat> you might as well do it. Yeah. Well, you know, when you get to this point in the season, now there's so many teams that have, you know, beat a good team this week, lost to a bad week, team the next week, won again. It's so all over the place. You don't really know. I kind of lose my feel for, for how good teams are relative to who they're playing. 
when you right. get to this point in the year. I mean, like Tennessee, they you know they come out and I think when they played Alabama, everybody thought, okay, Tennessee, they they've got some uh, potential here, and then they just get blasted for the well, they beat Kentucky, but then they get blasted the rest of the year. Missouri, Georgia, uh, they shot right. their shot. You know what I mean? And now oh, yeah. they're done. Oh yeah, I mean. Maybe uh, I'm trying to think. You know, it's funny. There used to be a joke a couple of years ago, back when. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah. I mean, just during the Saban era, you know, teams would look really good. They play Alabama, and then they just tank the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. And everybody was like, "Well, yeah, uh, Saban just he just ends he ends morale. He ends good te- good teams. He just ruins seasons." Uh, you kind of play somebody, you realize that you're not not as good as you thought, and then you you kind of lose lose all your uh, confidence. And maybe that's what happened. They jumped out ahead of Alabama, and then Alabama just shows them how easy it is to come back, and they they just kind of lose all confidence and realize they're not in the same ball game, not the same ballpark. Yeah. Well, this week you got Oregon State at Oregon. Oh, that's a Friday game, huh? <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, 7.30 on Friday, and the spread is 13.5. 13.5. What do you think about that? Just because uh, – Bo Nix. Yeah, just because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, I think you got to take Oregon. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. Um, all, I mean, Oregon minus six and a half? Yeah. I, I, um, Oregon is Oregon's it's 13 and a half right now, but of all the, uh, the, the next round does a great job of the NIL. Like they bring guys on and, and honestly, like for the most part, I don't really like the student athletes because you can tell they're really not going to say anything, you know? Uh, although I got to admit like this year, the crop's been pretty good. Like the guys are talking. I think I lost your sound. So if you can hear me, you got to uh, maybe like log out off and then log back in. But the one guy that actually talked a lot was Bo Nix. And I really like Bo Nix. Like I, I honestly, like I, I feel like Bo Nix was of all the different guys that the next round has had on their show over the years that are student athletes. Like he, he was fun, you know, like I, I like him. So pretty good football player. A guy could, you know, I don't think he'll win the Heisman. Um, yeah, we can't hear you either. You got to log out and log back in. I'm going to text you right now to tell you that. Um, there you are. Wait, are you? Uh, do I? Well, I got you. I got you. I was just saying that Bo Nix, like, is uh, he? Be- I became a fan of Bo Nix because because of his NIL deal in the next round. I love listening to him. Like the guy, the guy talks a gang of shit. Uh, I appreciate that. Like he's entertaining. So when now that he's at Oregon, I could pull for him. And uh, although it doesn't help Alabama, I, I just think that the guy's locked in. Well, you know, how awesome, how how nice is it that, you know, you go to Auburn, you're a legacy guy, uh, you know, you kind of expect to, for the fan base to be behind you, support you. And all they did was shit on him for years. You leave, Auburn has turned into a dumpster fire and you're, you know, the front runner for the Heisman now. Yeah, and they're all wishing you were back. Uh, <clears throat> so I can't blame him. I'd probably talk a lot of shit too. <laughs> not not too shabby. But he this was back when he was at Auburn when he was doing the next round show. All right, you got this. Is another big game, Jake. I don't know if you've ever heard of this game before, uh, but it's it's a pretty big one in college football. Ohio State eleven and zero against Michigan eleven and zero. What do they call that? Is there a name for that one? The the game is it, what, what do they call that? It's it's eleven a.m. on Saturday, and it's at uh, Michigan's at home, and they're a three point underdog. They've won this the last two years. Yeah, I can't remember what they used to what what the name is. Uh, Listen, I'm gonna f- figure it out while you're talking. I've. I I know the line is what Michigan's minus three, minus three and a half. Um, that's one of those man. You just uh, Harbaugh is still he's still suspended. Uh, man, that's a toss up. 
I would say I, I would think the line would have been closer to even. So I think I might just roll the dice and take Michigan. I don't I don't know if Ryan Day can can pull it off. I really don't. Uh, it's referred to as the game. The game. The game. Uh, yeah, look, the fact that Harbaugh's not there could affect them. I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to like they barely they 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 sh- barely got away from beating Maryland, and I was pretty bitter about that because I took Michigan. <laughs> Another one of my losses from last week. Um, Ohio. I tell you what, if Ryan Day loses this game, he he all of a sudden becomes like uh, what, what was the guy Bill Curry. You know, like the Bill Curry. Remember Bill oh, Curry yeah. at Alabama? And and I met Bill. He's a nice guy, but he's got this hatred for Alabama because he feels like he was treated poorly when he kept losing to Auburn every year. You I know, think, I, I think there was I think there was a lot more to that Bill Curry story. Uh, yeah, that'll be another that'll be another podcast. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I know he got a brick through his window. <laughs> yeah, you, you you lose that game as Shula. I don't care who you are. You could be the son of the greatest coach of all time, oh, yeah. and uh, yeah, they're gonna push you right out of town. Yeah, you, you know, play quarterback at Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's become really interesting now because of the injury to Jordan Travis. Uh, we talked about that. You you you're a Florida State guy you know you spent some time there they're 11 and 0 they're number four in the country that spread was cut in half it would have been like 13 now it's six and a half at florida on saturday night six o'clock could the gators possibly ruin this florida state season could it happen i think i'm gonna take florida just because uh just because i want uh Don't be afraid. My, my allegiance, my allegiance is Alabama, so I'd rather them be in. Uh, you got that ring. Florida. You got that FS. You got that FSU championship right. ring. Well, does it have the spear on it, or does it say FSU on the top of it? What's that? What's it look like? There's actually three different ones. One's got FSU. One one has the spear. And the other one's nice. ACC championship ring. That's so. that's that's the best part about college. Is that you get like three rings, you know? Like, he's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Like, that's fantastic. Um, any other game you want to get into? Those are the games out there, and I'm I'm with you on all these I, right now. I mean, that's I don't know if that's a good sign for you or a bad sign because I've been jekyllin <laughs> jekyllin hide here lately. Yeah, you. I, I think Tulane's only a three point favorite over UTSA. Only reason I know about that one is I'm in a group text with a bunch of other degenerates, and we, you know, <laughs> talk about no one, bit, so. no, no one listening to this podcast today is going was wondering like, I wonder what the uh, what he thinks about Tulane, and <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what they love the podcast though, because they know you're going to come at them with something that they weren't expecting. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was following up that that statement with uh <laughs> with that reasoning, uh, <laughs> trying to trying to put all the de- degeneracy on my buddies. <laughs> Man, I, this is going to be such an interest. If 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 everyone wins again, I mean, we're going to go into like championship week with Alabama ranked eighth with oh, yeah. one loss. Like it's oh, yeah. it's it's re- this is all ridiculous. If Alabama wins, obviously they got to take care of Auburn to get there. But if all those teams win, I mean, where are the upsets? I mean, I think Florida State's going to fall in the next two weeks. Uh, again, I I love Florida State. I just without without Jordan Travis, I just don't see it happening. And then I I think Washington having to play Oregon twice. Uh, I just think uh, it's hard to beat beat a team twice, and I don't think Washington's going to be able to do it. Uh, right. You know, they continue to survive. Uh, and Michael Penix, I mean, that guy makes throws, makes some unbelievable throws. He's, <clears throat> I think he's probably the, I, I think he probably should win the Heisman. I think it's going to be decided championship week when Bo Nix and Penix play each other. But, uh 
I think the way they survive games, just hang in there. I think Oregon's going to end up uh, points in two weeks. Right, right, right. And then, uh, and then Florida State loses. So again, I, I think Alabama just got to just got to beat Auburn and Georgia, and we're there. Well, if they beat Auburn, think about what it's going to be like getting ready for next week. You know, I mean, uh, you know, but you got to play them one week at a time. And I think this is really an important week that, that you really have to kind of lock in on these, you know, um, you know, these games. But going back to Florida State, um, what do you do? You know, the backup quarterback? I mean, ha- have you ever heard of that guy, the backup quarterback for Florida State? No, I know nothing about him. Uh, I wasn't even sure who was coming in the game after Jordan Travis got hurt. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. You know he's what he's been there for a couple of years. Everybody knows Jordan Travis, but I, I wasn't even sure who the backup would be uh, when he got hurt. You know, I'm I'm googling it right now. My my wife used to like this show called American Idol. Uh, the backup quarterback is Tate Rodemaker, right? And my my wife used to watch this this American Idol show. You remember uh, Ruben Ruben Stutter and uh, oh, yeah. what, what was the other guy? Oh, yeah. uh, um, He's he's the, the white haired guy. He's like play. He plays all the time, like around Taylor Hicks. Uh, Taylor Hicks, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the first the first year, there was a guy named Brian Dunkelman that was like opposite of Ryan Seacrest. Like there were two hosts, right? And and I mean, like Tate Rodemaker kind of reminds me of that right now. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like I feel sorry for him. <laughs> Maybe he's going to come in and prove prove people like me wrong. But yeah. uh, I was I was uh, I was riding around last night and uh, with my daughter and, and father in law, and we were just you know shining shining our lights, just seeing what we saw. And I, I we had a deer just stand in the middle of the road, just look at us like that with the headlights in her eyes. And that's what that quarterback reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that deer was like, hey, you guys mind turning your low beams on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Well, I think that does it for us. Uh, you, obviously, uh, Jake's frozen and uh, – I think that's enough for the show today. We'll be back with you guys later this week to give you all of our thoughts on Alabama and Auburn. I love that shot of him, though. This is Elephant in the Room, part of Roll Tide Pods on Disrupt the Media. Again, we're brought to you by Lance's Lock, lanceslock.com, and also by MyBookie, mybookie.ag. Right now, uh, you can go there, and they'll double your deposit up to $1,000. So take advantage of that as you make your picks. And we will talk to you guys later on in the week. Roll tight, everybody.